Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. going on everybody it is episode number 503 of victory monday super bowl bound edition of underground sports philadelphia it's kb coming at you from underground studios and it is the host with the most who's joined us on every sunday night into monday episode this football season since about halfway through the year the people's champ mr patty pitts coming at you from the pitts cave it has been an absolute pleasure treasure whatever you want to call it to be part of this eagles journey with you kyle and being the champ of the patriot peeps we we are sad right now in foxborough and the fact that you guys have adopted me, and I'm going to make a little reference here, to your bloodline in Philly, it's really just the best. And I am just so immersed into the Eagles culture at this point and am really like I was running up and down my stairs today because my dad and I are watching on two separate floors. And I'm just I'm flapping my arms. I'm just walking upstairs, flapping my arms and just saying, go birds. And I was trying to get my niece and nephew to sing the Fly Eagles Fly song. I mean, it's just, I think of Philly like another Boston in a way. So when you see yourself in the culture and obviously success, helps, but God damn it, it's fun. It's fun football, Kyle. It is a wonderful time, Patty Pitts. You know, before we even dive into all the, the bells and whistles, the business side of things, it is just crazy to think about. This team, where they are, being as good as they have been this entire year, still being doubted. They'll be doubted for the next two weeks, no matter who wins this AFC Championship game, which we'll we'll keep you guys updated as much as we can. We're watching it now as we record. Um, But, man, the fact that this company, the 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 foundation of underground sports Philadelphia is Super Bowl Fifty Two. Five years later, we're we're going to be celebrating our five year anniversary, and then we're going to be getting ready for a Super Bowl. It's just absolutely crazy. It is. It is crazy. And then being on the other end of that. Super Bowl 52 game. Um, that was a dark point in my fandom. Not of the like, oh, questioning it or anything like that. But like, you just never thought it was over because of Brady. So my drive home was so somber. And I remember listening to my deep soft playlist, which I, you know, use for when I, I just want to get my feels. 
And uh, Josh Groban's You Raise Me Up playing along with uh, Shadows in the Dark. Uh, or I will follow you into the dark. So those oh, two shout songs, out Death Cab for Cutie. They were a great song, but you know, really in my feels there. Yeah. Um, and then I walk in my door, and my roommate doesn't say like, "How was the game? How was Ben's?" He's like, "Hey, so did you hear the Gronk's gonna retire?" And I was just like, "Fuck you!" And then I just walked upstairs. He's a Giants fan, by the way. And it's just, it was, it's now, it's now nice to be on the other side of that and you know kind of explore my philly fandom because i've ne- i've always had like a softer side for the eagles i mean what other team is going to make me binge listen to dreams and nightmares it is uh it's a wonderful time i just have to it's it's a whole perspective thing obviously here you know at our our hq and our home base and just like it still hasn't hit me it's, it's very similar to uh the phillies in the union going and it's just like it doesn't hit you until it's actually being played so it probably won't hit me for a few days that the eagles are actually going to the super bowl but we're gonna dive into all that we're gonna talk about the sixers big win against the nuggets as well because they're on a roll uh to join in on this philly fun uh, but before we get started, make sure you guys are following us on the socials. On Twitter right now, we're doing a giveaway. Duani's new Jalen Hurts print. It's up for grabs. We're giving away one of them. Winner will be announced during our anniversary show on February 8th. Obviously, our anniversary on the 7th, but the next show, February 8th, uh, it'll be announced then. All you got to do is follow us, follow Duani, retweet the tweet, and if you want to double up your entries subscribe to the underground sports philadelphia youtube channel it's our pin tweet on twitter at underground phi twitter instagram facebook.com slash underground sports phi follow pits on twitter at pat underscore pits and at pitsy 35 on the instagram machine and you can follow me on twitter at kbizzl311 and kbizzle11 on instagram make sure you subscribe to the podcast feed guys we're going to the fucking super bowl we are going to have some of the best, if not the best, Super Bowl coverage out there. Not from the Super Bowl. Like, we're we're going to be talking about this for the next two weeks. Subscribe to the podcast feed. It really does help. Let's take this thing to the next level. Search Underground Sports Philadelphia on your podcast app of choice, whether it's Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Leave a five-star review. Let us know. We will, we, we will be reading every fucking review if you leave one with your excitement levels about the super bowl leave it on apple podcasts it really does help let's get on the charts these next two weeks let's get underground sports philadelphia on the apple podcast charts for the next two weeks bare minimum as we enjoy this super bowl run and you know what else we can do we can subscribe to the underground sports philadelphia youtube channel because that's where you get full video episodes of this podcast that's where you're going to be getting shorts original content live streams a whole bunch of stuff is going to be on the youtube channel the next two weeks eagles wise go subscribe youtube.com slash at underground sports philadelphia smash that like button ring the bell icon comment down below your excitement about the eagles going to the super bowl if you subscribe to the youtube channel and go check out our pin tweet you get an extra entry into our giveaway we're currently at 368 subscribers Let's get to 400. Let's take it beyond. Let's let's blow this thing to the moon. YouTube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. 
Big thank you to our sponsors who make this show happen. Main Auto LLC, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, and the Dental Wellness Center of Island. Those four have been riding with us damn near since day one, if not since day one. So big thank you to them. And also big thank you to our incredible merch partners, PHI Apparel Company. Guys, they're the best in the game. They've been dropping new merch that is original merch uh, from them all week. They've got Grease the Poles shirts. They've got a, their own official uh, NFC Championship shirts. Uh, they've got amazing stuff. Plus, they've got official Underground Sports Philadelphia merch. My hey, hoodie, here we go. My Hyper Beast Underground hoodie came in the mail today. Fitting. It looks awesome. I can't wait to wear this. I'm going to be wearing it till I can't wear it anymore. And then I have to buy a new one because... It's the best quality. Like, I'm feeling it right now, this hoodie. I can already tell it's going to be one of the most comfortable, if not the most comfortable hoodie I own. You can get every podcast on our network has official merch, plus all the merch on their website. You can use our code UNDERGROUND at checkout for 10% off. Gear up for the Super Bowl. Get Underground Sports Philadelphia merch for the Super Bowl. Get official Eagles merch for the Super Bowl. We have so much stuff planned to be sending over to them to put into our storefront on their website. Like, I can't even tell you guys how excited I am. Uh, we're going to have so much stuff. PHIapparel.co. Use code UNDERGROUND for 10% off any and all merch. It's the most effective and direct way to support us. You want to support us during this Super Bowl run big time and help us, you know, take things to the next level? Get your merch. When you get it, tag us in it. Tweet at us that you got your merch. Show us where you're wearing it from across the country. We want to see the underground nation doing the damn thing. Patty Pitts, I can't contain my excitement because the Eagles are Super Bowl bound. They're bound. They're bound for the Super Bowl. They beat the 49ers 31-7. to Didn't quite get to that, that fun number. Bro, that would have been fucking icing that on been, the cake if I That would have been mint. Uh, Lil Uzi Vert brings the Eagles out of the tunnel, out of the locker room. They just want to rock, you know? That's that's what the, this Eagles team wants to do. They want to rock. Uh, Anita Baker, Jalen Hurts' favorite artist, sings the national anthem. They were not losing in front of royalty today, okay? That was not going to happen. Um, Jalen Hurts didn't have to do too much. The Eagles ground game did a lot, you know, when it mattered. And Jalen Hurts only had to throw over 121 yards because the Eagles defense came out like gangbusters and shut the 49ers down. Brock Purdy unfortunately gets injured. Hopefully he's okay. I saw a tweet. Preliminary thoughts are that he damaged his UCL in his elbow. Um, he's getting an MRI. Wishing all the best to Brock Purdy. It was unfortunate yeah. that he got injured. Because uh, then you get Josh Johnson just adding to his resume of just incredible ridiculousness, or as you would say, nonsense, uh, is Josh Johnson's NFL and football resume. Check out his Wikipedia page if you want to know more. He's got the Stephen McAvoy tweeted his LinkedIn profile. It's ridiculous. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, he's got every team he's played for on his LinkedIn. <laughs> That's incredible. Did you uh, know that Josh Johnson was the seventh? Detroit Lion backup to play an NFL game this season. That's wild. Just saying. Just Josh Johnson gets his first uh, postseason start or playing action, I should say, complete his first pass in the postseason. Um, Christian McCaffrey took a snap from under center, and 
to be quite honest, like outside of McCaffrey running for 84 yards, which he was going to get his because that's the only thing they had, you know, and there was a couple runs that they shouldn't have been able to break off, but, you know, just poor tackling by the Eagles that they should have been able to stop. The Eagles shut down, you know, their wide receivers, even when, you know, Brock Purdy was in the game. Like they, they clamped up so much, you know, on the, on the outside and just allowed, I, I got to say, you know, he's a South Jersey kid, grew up an Eagles fan, went to Temple and played at the link. Now he's home playing for the Birds, snubbed for Defensive Player of the Year. The link this year has become Hassan's house. Hassan Reddick has been unbelievable. He's been, without a doubt, the best player on defense this season for them. And that's not a knock on anyone on the defense. It's it's every game, this dude makes a play that's game-changing, you know? And the one that sticks out to me is the one where I honestly thought he came away with that ball. Mm-hmm. I really thought that was a sack, force fumble slash takeaway interception bullshit, and the Eagles were going to get the ball right there. And if I think that's the case, we would have had a 38-7. But, mm-hmm. you know, it just – he's just there. Like, he's just always in – the pocket always in the backfield just causing chaos and like how do you stop him how do you block him off the line you don't and Hassan Reddick this postseason uh you know adding in with this game he had uh two sacks in this game he had one and a half sacks last week against the Giants so he's got three and a half this postseason which is a new Eagles franchise record for most sacks in a postseason by a single player um he's been absolutely unreal Javon Hargrave also had a sack in this game um the Eagles defensive line was just unbelievable and that's where the Eagles won this game like everyone wants to say oh they got lucky you know if Brad Purdy stays healthy it's a different game the Eagles created their own path to victory like they got pressure on the quarterback you know it's not their fault that they went in and attacked Brad Purdy when his arm was up in the air and we're able to just come down on like that's just a freak thing that happens. Yeah. And the Eagles created pressure, created chaos in the backfield and in the pocket to make make it so that they were going to win this game. And I can't yeah. overstate it enough just the Eagles being healthy across the board in this game, 22 out of 22 starters from week 1 playing in this game. That's unheard of typically unheard at this time of, of the year. To me, what stands out is not the Eagles play, honest, honestly. And this is where I really want to shut up a lot of the haters. The Niners lost this game. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not – and it's not because of the score. If you look at the amount of penalties they took, oh, not yeah. only just penalties, stupid penalties. The the face mask to Miles Sanders, I think it was, or A.J. Brown. Uh, Boston Scott. Boston Scott. Out of bounds. You know, 11 penalties for 81 yards. Like, the 49ers dude, dude, you can't, they pushed and, Jalen Hurts out of bounds late. Like, that was disgusting. Uh, and also, the big one was, you know, Trent Williams just acting like a certified baby. You know, mm-hmm. punching Kayvon Walls, throwing him to the ground, starting to throw punches after that. Like, dude, you're supposed to be this poised, everyone looks up to you, NFL veteran. Get a fucking grip. You need to you need to act the part. You want to be a leader on that 49ers team. You want to be an example. Everyone on Twitter wants to call you an OG. That's play play the part then because you yeah. acted like a certified baby 
when the tough the tough times got going, you got going. Yeah. You know, times got tough, he got going. And I, I was just Trent Williams is a, a stupidly good player. Like he's he's a phenomenal football player. But that turned me off a ton from being like a supportive fan of his because it showed that when the pressure got going, he couldn't handle it. Yeah, I love Trent Williams too. He's always been someone that I, I look up to as like the the model offensive lineman both on and off the field. And today was just weird. I, I think it just it got to him. Uh, you know, the pressures of not only the loss, but the fact that the Niners are kind of a dysfunction in a way. I mean, they, they have four quarterbacks right now. Uh, I mean, obviously injuries play a part, but let's not forget about the beginning of the season. And I mean beginning as in before training camp where they didn't know who their starting quarterback was going into the year with Jimmy G or Trey Lance. Like, it feel like it gets to the point where you're losing and you're losing that bad and, you know, you can really separate the real leaders that just, you know, have had enough and they'll walk away and they're going to be on their own and to, you know, deal with the misery. And then you're going to have ones that act out. And for him, it was very uncharacteristic. Yeah, and I mean... The uh, the the wheels came off the wagon before the first whistle even blew. It was you know, uh, AJ Brown and uh, Jimmy Ward pregame getting into a pregame scrap. Yeah, you know, had to be separated, oh, yeah. and it was just it was all mental warfare from there on out. The 49ers couldn't keep themselves composed, and you know this little Cinderella story for them came to an end very similar in my opinion to how the Minnesota Vikings were in 2017. They were this Cinderella story came into Philadelphia where quote Chris Long the goat shout out to Chris Long anybody could have gotten it that night and the original 38 to 7 happened and yeah. Case Keenum showed his true colors of what Case Keenum really is. Brock Purdy showed the true color like even when Brock Purdy was in the game for those first couple of passes before he got injured, I was, like, feeling pretty decent about where the Eagles were. They were up 7 nothing. Oh, yeah. You know, the offense wasn't going for the Eagles, but the Eagles' defense was keeping them in it. And then, you know, Purdy goes out. Josh Johnson comes in, who had, had two snaps on offense all year long. Um, I mean, the Eagles won this game. Like you said, the 49ers lost it. The Eagles won it. They took advantage of the opportunity and seized the moment. And they didn't let the moment get too big for them, just like the 49ers did. The Eagles kept their composure, did what they had to do. Obviously, Kayvon Wallace got thrown out in the, the Trent Williams aftermath, yeah, but yeah, which I saw why they threw him out in a video that Pat McAfee tweeted. Uh, you see Kayvon get up, which is completely justified, by the way. Like, Kayvon got thrown to the ground like it was fucking Royal Rumble last night. Mm. And fucking got up, was confused, and threw a punch. Like... I think any normal, sane human being who just got thrown to the turf like that is going to get up and react to the first person they see thinking they got thrown to the ground by them. I'm going to defend myself. Yeah, I don't. And at that point, I mean, if you get kicked out of that game, it's the playoffs. It's not like soccer where if you get a red card and thrown out, you know, you have to miss the next game. He, he will be fine. He's going to play <laughs> in the Super Bowl. I mean, he just tempers got high. And you're going to defend He'll yourself. He'll get a fine. Somebody and, will pay and, and that fine for cool. him. Like, in not he will pay that. Someone else will probably pay that if you catch my drift. And, the, and what matters is that 
it it's always it's the second guy. That's what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. It's the second guy that always gets the real punishment. And yeah, just, yeah, that's it, why the Eagles got hit with that unsportsmanlike conduct penalty too. I don't know if you saw the uh, the ultimate replay of that when the Eagles got called for unsportsmanlike conduct when Nick Bosa got hurt originally and took like got cleated almost. Yeah, uh, yeah, whoever the player was had Josh Job, one of the Eagles' uh, secondary or you know special teams players, in a chokehold on the ground, and he got up, tapped him on the helmet like this. Pitts goes, but. And then they throw the flag on Job. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Um, the refs were terrible in this game. Also, before we just continue being in the glory, I have one more uh, rant to go on. I love oh, Burkhart and Greg Olson. I think they are a phenomenal tandem in the booth together. Today was not their best performance. The amount of times those two had to continuously go back and just say, oh, the Eagles got you know, boosted and lucky by a catch that wasn't a catch by Devontae Smith, if that doesn't have Like, I think they talked about that play not being a catch like seven different times. Guys, guess what? In the stat sheets and the record books and the replay and everything, because it wasn't challenged, it wasn't overturned by the refs, it wasn't gone to under the... The fucking catch happened. It's a catch. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah, they took it. See, the thing with that is they took it... They're going to take the wind out of the game because of that. And I couldn't believe how many times they kept going back to that. Like 25 minutes after the fact, when the Eagles were up 21-7, they're talking about Devontae Smith not making a catch. And if it was a closer game, I can see their point and, and, uh, you know, overemphasis on it. But you take that away. Guess what, guys? You take that touchdown away, it's 24-7, and the Eagles are still going to the fucking Super Bowl. still going. And it's like, oh, it could have been a difference. Like, no, then the Brock Purdy shit happened. And then, you know, that you still had eight penalties that were costly. And I think three of them happened on one drive that eventually led to a Jalen Hurts touchdown of some sort. It's like you lost yourselves that game. That's my biggest issue with this is that the Niners lost themselves this game and I have friends here that just hate the Eagles. They hate Philly. I don't get why. I really don't. And they were just all ranting in the group chat. And I'm not kidding you. I was laughing my ass off because I just don't see the point of why people are Niners fans. I don't. Yeah, the legacy point, And they could have been the Patriots before yeah. us. Now, Unless like- you live in the San Francisco Bay area or – Santa Clara right now where their actual yeah, stadium is that, or yeah. you grew up in the 90s and you know you were just a, a typical bandwagon fan like it seems like everyone who was like around our age in the 90s were just bandwagon NFL fans because the Eagles were bad or their team was bad because you ask anybody who's probably like in the age range of like 45 to 68 right now what agree. their favorite NFL team is I'd say probably four out of the 10, if you polled people, like four out of every 10 are going to say some combination of 49ers, Cowboys, or Steelers. Yeah, I know Boston, an old boss at Quinnipiac who was a 49ers fan, uh, and he is exactly in that age range. So, I mean, it just makes sense too, but I don't get it. I'm not a fan of them. You know, there's a lot of dysfunction, I think, overhype. Their defense, like they're just the. Pay- I said this to I forget who in what group chat, but I think you sent it in our group chat. The Fantastic Four, 
Yeah. Yeah, it, the the Niners are the Patriots with a competent offense. If you just put in, you know, say they had their offense coordinator. I'm not even going to say Kyle Shannon. Just put the Niners offense coordinator in Patricia's position this year, and the Patriots are at least fighting for an AFC championship game. I'm not going to say they'd win it, and I'm not saying Super Bowl bound, but they're at least a whole lot better, and things are looking a hell of a lot brighter in New England. So, and that's my thing is that the Niners are not who the people are saying they are. I thought Kyle Shanahan was going to get thrown out of the game the way he was yelling at some of the refs. Oh, he was. Oh my <laughs> was lord, unreal! He was yelling up a storm. It was crazy. Oh, he's like an old Catholic teacher screaming <laughs> at the kids. I said this when, uh, so my sister and Matt were over today for the game. Um, I said to Matt, I said, "God damn, Kyle Shanahan looks like he's been like a president for three terms." That's what and I, I said. I guess twenty-eight to three alone will do that to you. That whole Falcons franchise is just six feet under after that twenty-eight. And then to three. you know Kyle Shanahan having to deal with four quarterbacks plus Christian McCaffrey taking a snap. I guess that'll make you look like you've gone through three presidencies. He's gone through a lot, and as much as I'm not really the biggest Niners fan, I am a big fan of Kyle Shanahan. So I do feel bad. He is in that a fraud, re- though, man. He is such a fraud. No, I think it's. I think they're just not. They're, they're he's not the original. It. He's the original touted as like this genius, and he chokes every time. He now does this year, coordinators poach though. This year he will get a pass because of the quarterback situation, but yeah, as he should. I digress. Uh, let's talk about the birds though. Um, let, it, let us talk about the birds. This is uh, Jalen Hurts breaks an NFL record. Most rushing touchdowns in a single season by a quarterback, including the postseason, once held that record was Cam Newton, now owned by Jalen Hurts. That's pretty fucking cool. Like when you think about, I know like your your most recent memories of Cam Newton are not the fondest because it was you know past his prime, Cam Newton. But when Cam Newton was doing cam newton things when he was superman for the for the carolina panthers when they were going another to the Super level Bowl, another that was level. unprecedented water like that was like he was doing things michael vick did but with a more like muscle massed body and it was just unbelievable like vick is more skinny muscle tree trunks were what cam newton was logging around with his arms and legs like he had probably like <laughs> 40 pounds more of muscle across his body and than Michael height, Vick dude. did. He was a tight end. It was like Darren Waller yeah. taking snaps. Like, it went Michael Vick, Cam Newton, and now we've kind of started to see it with, like, Lamar Jackson doing the rushing thing, you know, scoring touchdowns his year that he won the MVP, and now Jalen Hurts this year, like, to, to set a single-season record that was set by Cam Newton during that year is crazy. It is absolutely insanity, and what the crazy thing is that people are still not considering him an MVP. He's the MVP. I hate to break it to you. He's probably not going to win it because they're going to be like, Oh, he missed two games. But yeah, but that should proven. be a signal or another, yep. you know, addition 16 to the and one, including the postseason with Jalen hurts as the quarterback for the Eagles this year. I mean, Proofs in I the know pudding. The whole, oh, we, oh, sorry. I just. No, I, I just saw it too. Mahomes. We have a fumble. Oh, man. Um, oh, boy. The Eagles rushing attack was phenomenal against the 49ers today. 148 yards in the ground. 
which is some of the most that the 49ers have given up this season on the ground. Uh, the three rushing touchdowns, the two from Miles Sanders and the one from Boston Scott, they were three of the longest touchdowns rushing that the 49ers have given up this year. Wow. Where the longest of those three that the Eagles had was for 13 yards. So, I mean, that's a testament to the 49ers' rush defense this year. Like, the longest I think they gave up was 25 yards on the ground um, mm -hmm. rushing this year for a touchdown. It was 13 for Miles Sanders, 10 for Boston Scott, and then 6 was the other for Miles Sanders. Those two Miles Sanders touchdowns, can we talk about those real quick? He yeah. went into the end zone untouched on both of those. It was like a cannonball out of a cannon. Like he It was crazy. He exploded in there. He just he grabbed the ball and then within a second of being in, in the huddle or in the in the pylon, he was in the end zone, unscathed. My it dude, was incredible. My dude just it was like time froze around the lane that he was running yeah. and nobody knew where he was and he just went right boot scooting into the end zone. It was unbelievable that it happened not only once but twice. Um also the way that Lane Johnson, who before the game, Jay Glazer reported that he retore his groin against the Giants. Still played in this game. And I'd say for 85% of the time, shut down Nick Bosa. Absolutely incredible. There was a couple plays Nick Bosa got free, but Nick Bosa is going to do that. But Nick Bosa is going to get his. Jay, uh, Lane Johnson shut him down for the most part in this game. Like, insane. I'm trying to pull it up here just to see. Uh, Eagles only allowed one sack against this vaunted 49ers defense that everybody said was so good. They are they are elite. They go toe to toe with the Eagles defense. They they beat you know when you go head to head, weighing who who has a better defense. The 49ers are ahead of the Eagles. One sack allowed. One sack. I just think of the Mega Mind meme that everybody puts under like two. One sack. Looking That's up. it. That's it. Incredible. Um, what was your take as well? I wanted to get your take on this because that punt that Brett Kern had clearly hit the fucking sky cam. Bizarre. I was like, <laughs> what are we doing? Like how does how can Fox not show us an angle of the punt hitting their they own sky cam? Don't want to show them screwing up. It was unreal. Like, I've worked in production. I know how this shit works. Like, you don't want to show yourself messing up because that puts a bad taste in the viewer's mouth. And it's, it's like, crazy. well, why? Why do they have the wire there? Why couldn't they, you know, raise it higher? Why does it have to be there? Can't they do like a drone? Like, it's gonna just spark nonsense shit that they just don't want to deal with. And then to not have it, like, it, to me, it's ridiculous because you just replay the down. It was a punt. Yeah, it was a punt. You know what I mean? It wasn't like a, a touchdown that, call that he threw it so high that it hit the wire, and because of the ricochet, it ended up in his hands instead of the other teams. It was crazy. Like, they were it's, giving it's the ball It's essentially what happens at the Cowboys stadium when it hits the fucking big yeah. screen. That's way too big. You redo it, and yeah. there's no issue. Like That's what was I was saying crazy. to my dad. I was like, they should just redo it. Regardless of the flag, it happened after the ball was punted. That so was nuts get, to me. I just don't – I did not understand why they wouldn't show it, except that was the only reason that came to mind. But still, like, what? why, like, rush? Yeah, and like crazy. It? Weird, very weird. Uh, I'm going to give you the three 
categories where I believe the Eagles won this game. Okay. That aren't, you know, typical stats per se. Um, but this is where the Eagles won the game. First downs, fourth downs, and total plays combined. Combine the total plays with time of possession. So here we go. First downs. The 49ers had 11 first downs in this game. The Eagles had 25. Mm. Fourth down efficiency. 49ers 0 for 2. Eagles went 3 for 3 on fourth down. Total plays and time of possession. Time of possession. Eagles 37 minutes, 26 seconds. 49ers 22 minutes, 34 seconds. Total plays. 49ers, 45. The Eagles, 70. Wow. That's where the that's where the game was won. The Eagles controlled yeah. the time of time of possession, held on to the ball. They had more uh logistical is not the word. They had more um like streamlined drives. You know, yeah. they were more they were more calculated with their time of possession. They had multiple drives that resulted in touchdowns where the Eagles had the ball for like six, seven minutes. That's how yeah. you win games against teams like the 49ers. You know, when you when they have those types of defenses and you just keep the ball away from them and wear them down, those types of drives are how you win football games against the, the elite echelon teams in the NFL. The Eagles did that all year this year, no matter who was in front of them. They kept the ball. You know, they, they had those signature 20... I'd say probably throughout the year, they probably had like 25 of those type of drives where they yeah. held onto the ball for six, seven, eight, nine minutes, and it resulted in a touchdown. That's mm. how you win games. The Eagles, you know, with that, that vaunted 92% of the time, it works every time. QB yeah. sneak, beautiful stuff. Um, I, I was just very impressed by Jonathan Gannon today as well on the Eagles defensive side of things. He said after the game, because obviously he's being, uh, you know, interviewed as a head coach. Uh, he said, no, no, no. Like, I, I don't care. I'm staying here. Good, bad, no matter what. Philly's got me. Yeah. That's now, huge. I don't know if he's saying that just because he kind of has to, or is Jonathan Gannon staying and saying, fuck those head coaching positions. He might just be saying, just get out of my face and saying it in the nice, nicest way possible because, of course, they're going to ask that question and try to get an answer in, in a time like this. It's a good – it's great awareness on Gannon to be like, no, I'm going to just lean, steer into the, the bias skid and, you know, the where I'm at skid and just shoo them off that way because once you say that, they, they you could say anything. And they're going to run with it for a story or for something. So just give them the, you know, give them what the fans want to hear. And then when they do that, boom, you're in. And then you keep that focus with the team because that's what this is the, the, the crucial thing with this Eagles team right now. Because as I'm watching the game on TV Bezos on my left, they, both those teams are good. And yeah. they are very good teams where they have a competent quarterback, uh, more than a competent quarterback. So, you can't lose your focus by any totally. means cost at all. So that was very strategic of Gannett to you say that comment to the media. Now I'm going to play the video for you. This right. comes from uh, Dave Ger, uh, 
Grzbowski, I believe. I apologize if I mispronounced his name. Um, who is... Uh, he's like a content creator, formerly from PHL 17 um, here in Philly. Um, but here we go. Said this to uh, Breland Moore from Fox 29 after the game. Here's the context of the clip. Might be your last one here because you might get the call. No, Philly, Philly's keeping me. We're good, bad, or indifferent. I'm staying here. Okay. Yeah, that. Now you that, get a little like, vocal context. Okay, now that I hear that that tone of voice, I'm more leaning on the side that he is just he wants to he wants to live in the moment, and he's he's in like he's bought in. And if he does take any head coaching interviews, it's to try because to get it sounds like because a couple head coaching theory. spots have been filled already, which is crazy. Yeah. It sounds like the Houston Texans are leaning on hiring D'Amico Ryans now, which has kind of been the, the case. And it seems like the Cardinals are going to be hiring Brian Flores, which I think only leaves one more team, and that's the Broncos. Yeah, the Broncos, and they're really heavy which, on Sean Payton. Sean Payton. So, like, even if Gannon's getting these interviews, it seems like every head coaching spot that's open – is getting closed pretty quickly. I think he knows that too, and you can tell by that comment. Now that you're saying it, and not trying to say, oh, of course, you know, whatever. But I'm, I'm more on him being that insight that you know, which makes me happy going. too. Going into yes. this, yes. the way that the the Super Bowl is now, where it's the week off and then the Super Bowl and media week and everything, we don't have to worry about Jonathan Gannon really, you know, having his focus pulled away to these head coaching interviews and stuff like that. Which yeah. I think is a benefit for the Eagles going into the Super Bowl, no matter who they play. Yeah, no, it, you need all your focus for the next two weeks. Your 110% focus needs to be on the Super Bowl, how to beat these teams, how to really pick them apart methodically, and do it in your best way possible. Because they, you, if you lose even the slightest bit for a second, these guys are going to make you pay for it. They are. This team is just so special there's still guys that were on this roster in 2017 like the ogs there i think there's five left it's lane johnson it's jason kelsey uh it's brandon graham fletcher cox and pull it up right now because i'm gonna look at the 2017 eagles roster and i'll know exactly who it is when i pull it up but it's it's those guys who have been here through it all you know um pulling up the roster here yeah so it was those four uh kelsey lane johnson uh fletcher cox brandon graham and jake elliott jake elliott was a kicker yes he was that's all that's left from 2017 which is crazy to th and rick lovato our long snapper um incredible who is like to fall into him being our long snapper after having John Doran boss for all those years was crazy. Isaac Sayamalo was here, but he didn't start that year. Um, but, you know, you have those four guys and then uh, Jake Elliott as well. I feel like there was somebody else. I'm totally going to sound like a total stooge for forgetting. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. 
really i wish i could help it i, I... uh it might be those five actually now i'm like scrolling through it but like that's crazy i saw a tweet too that both of carson wentz's backup quarterbacks when he was here have now taken the eagles to the super bowl Everybody hates Wentz. <laughs> just unreal stuff. Oh, man. Um, I'm pretty funny. I'm just like, I'm so uh, pumped. And then like after the game too, with the, the trophy presentation, which was so chaotic. Shout out Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> so Terry chaotic. Bradshaw is every is ev what every kid wants their grandpa to be. Brian Dawkins hands off the trophy to Jeffrey Laurie. And then Jalen Hurts gets it. And to see Jalen Hurts smile was amazing. Because he is very business like very business minded. He's not he's never satisfied. He even said it in the post game press conference he after did. this game. He was very not COVID. satisfied. He's there's still more to learn from, still more to clean up. Like that's what I love about Jalen Hurts. He is so methodical. He is so dialed in that he will never be satisfied until the ultimate goal is reached. And we still have one more game until that ultimate goal is reached. Um, But to see him smile and enjoy the moment and, like, the first thing he says when he's handed the mic is, hey, let's give it up, you know, for the, these great Philly fans. And then just lets out a let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To get everybody fired up. Incredible. And everybody starts Rock. singing the fight song together. Like, it's on my it just like feels that. like chills. Like, I got chills. I wanted to pinch myself. They're multiplying. It was just beautiful. Um, And to see, you know, the, the big dogs all together um, was was really, really cool. Uh, posing with Howie Roseman with the NFC Championship trophy. It was uh, Jason Kelsey, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Lane Johnson, and Howie, and Howie lifting the, the trophy together because those were the four starters mm -hmm. on the, on, in the trenches together in 2017 and, you know, have been here since Howie's been here. You know, thinking about those guys, like, they've been here for a decade plus. Fletcher yeah. Cox drafted in 2012, Kelsey in 2011, Lane in 2013, and BG was drafted all the way back in 2010. Wow. That's, like, that's those are four guys right there that, at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, could easily have their numbers retired by the Eagles. And should. Oh, yeah, frankly. absolutely. Like, those four guys are so special, and it's so cool that they get to go on this ride again with this new iteration five years later um before we keep going we're gonna talk about the grease poles it's brought to you by our friends over at dubby energy you want to grease up your energy there's no grease in dubby though uh dubby is natural it's, it's all natural guys you want to you know we, we we see all these things about caffeine no crashing and no jitters, all that good stuff. Well, why Dubby? Dubby was formulated to give you focus and energy with no jitters or crash. That's proven. I can confirm it. I've had it. I felt great after Pitts. You've had it. We're I gonna get to your experience. Like yes, get to mine. 
Uh, and Dubby's formula contains vitamins, amino acids, and nootropics, including the patented neurofactor, which is meant to help brain, uh, you know, cognitiveness, and it's been proven to enhance brain performance in clinical studies. Dubby contains no calories, no sugar, no maltodextrin, no fillers, and no artificial color. So if you're like my sister, who can't have that red 40 dye that's in specific drinks and stuff, you don't got to worry about that because it's not in W. No yellow five in W. You don't have to worry about that crap. It's all good stuff for you. Dubby's produced in the U.S. It's an FDA-registered and inspected facility that strictly adheres to GMP guidelines. Raw ingredients, it's, got, it's caffeine comes from coffee fruit, so it's natural caffeine, 150 milligrams, which is about the equivalent of two cups of coffee. It's been fantastic. I had the Dragonade live on Wednesday show. Pitts, you took a dive into the Galaxy Grenade. How was yes. it? Okay, so today I had to get shit done. I had to edit videos for the wrestling show and obviously watch the games and stuff. I was exhausted from the Royal Rumble because I went to bed at three last night after doing live streams and watching it. So I threw I threw in the powder, got some water, really shook it up. Like you were right. You have to really shake it up so you don't get that residue uh, on the bottom. I'm feeling great. I There's no jitters at all. I haven't felt, you know, like really uh, – you know, anxious or, you know, needing to move. I felt good and it was tasty. Uh, the galaxy, it was like a watermelon guava lime and I'm, I'm a watermelon and lime fan. Not that I'm not a fan of guava, but you know, those it's two, not, it's not, a, it's not a normal fruit that you intake either. No. So it's a different taste that you get a chance it, to and enjoy. I felt, and, and I like it. It was very good. And it, it felt better than a pre-workout. You know, it felt like this was more just like a drink and not something that was, you know, very bubbly or anything. It was awesome. I, I, I'm going to order a lot more. I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, it, it was phenomenal. The Dragonade was delicious. I saw Dubby's official Twitter say that, according to their sources, that if you take the Dragonade and, and some Sprite, no free ads to Sprite, but you combine those, you got yourself a taste a little Dubby cocktail uh right there to add that carbonation for the people missing out on the the carbonation from their energy drinks uh, but they're going to war on big energy guys so you guys can go to w.gg check out all the flavors they have they have tubs uh they should be getting the starter packs back in stock soon they're currently sold out but you can order the tubs uh for an unbelievable price they're 39.99 which is way cheaper than any pre-workout that you can get at a vitamin store Plus, you're going to get 10% off with our code UNDERGROUND at W.GG. That's W.GG. Use code UNDERGROUND. You get 10% off. I'm going to be ordering a tub of the Dragonade. I'm going to be ordering a tub of the uh, Big Energy Tears Blue Raspberry flavor. And I'm kind of really intrigued by the Dub Sludge Pits, the Granny Smith Apple and Secret oh. Sauce. Oh, that I am very intrigued by that. My mom says she sounds very intrigued by the Passion Joy Tea. She's a big iced Ooh. tea girly. Uh, unfortunately, the Push and Punch sold out today before I could uh, go and order it. I'm also very intrigued. My mom doesn't like uh, not like anything that's not the actual fruit of mango, but the Mango White Peach Cooler of Beach and Peach sounds delightful over ice. 
Yeah, just okay. picturing I'm that. Really, yeah, I'm not really a mango guy, but I I could dabble in that. Picturing that, and if you're if you're trying to go caffeine free and you just need that hydration, they've got their Monkey Madness Hydro Hydration Tub as well, which is uh strawberry and banana flavor, which also sounds really really good. Uh, and they've got shakers. Just saw a new Black Widow shaker on their website as well. Pitch, you got the Stormtrooper shaker sent to you. Mm -hmm, I, I got did. the mint one for signing up for the newsletter. W.GG. Like Use code underground. 10% off. Shout out to the boys and girls over at Dubby. <sighs> They're greasing the poles, Pitts. Have you seen the videos? Uh, videos are going crazy no, everybody's out in the streets right now climbing the poles philadelphia fans one greece zero the grease Dude, isn't it's working absolutely hilarious that they have to grease the poles at this point I, I don't know i i just say just let them do it like what's if they fall or break something like that's on them i get knocked down i get, get, up, get again. up again you're never gonna kick me down <laughs> you know, are you gonna? Are you really gonna sit here and think that a little grease on poles is going to stop an absolute fleet of Eagles fans? Like you're not, dude. They'll find a way up. They'll build. They'll use like human steps to like use each to the shoulders to get up there. Oh somehow. yeah. Like it's that's the thing. Sports fans, not only Philly, but you know Boston as well. New York. I think there's a couple others you can throw in there. Uh, different breed. Different yeah. breed of fans where in Philly, you guys get a little bit, we get a little bit rowdy too. It's awesome. So I think it's, I love the tradition. And anytime something like this happens, I'm big on that. As long as it doesn't get crazy where we're like just smashing windows and stealing stuff. Uh, but like a little bit of just going downtown, going crazy a little bit, like, you know, get that feeling of New Year's in the Big Apple. I don't know. I like it. I'm a big fan of it. It's so cool and like just seeing the sea of humans out in the in, on Broad Street is so funny and just so great. Um, you know, I I've seen videos and and just stories on Instagram and Snapchat and Twitter and everything of people that uh I know that are out there right now and just taking it all in. Uh Get another call, Pitts. You got another call? I'm getting another call. Dude. Do they know we're recording? Hello? You! This is Delco Danny over here. Yeah! Underground Sports Philadelphia. How we doing, boys? We're out here in Broad Street. It's absolutely going crazy down here. Uh, you know, everybody's in the streets. They thought they could grease the poles around 1 or 2 p.m. when we were going into the stadium and everything. Ha! <laughs> grease poles, my ass, boys. We are out here. i seen, like, 12 people trying to climb one pole all together. It's a whole team effort. We're down here just by City Hall doing an E-A-G-L-E-S chant. Go, birds. You know what I'm talking about? Like, we're out here oh, yeah. eating cheesesteaks. We brought them down from the link. We're, we're cracking open some, some ice-cold Kennys. I know your yes. boys are sponsored by Kenwood Beer. Shout-out to the Kenny boys. Ken, you saw Kenneth Gainwell leading the birds in Russian this week, too. That was Incredible. absolutely fantastic, boys. You know, it's, it's crazy. Five years ago, we were going to the Super Bowl, and now five years later, we're going back to the bowl. It, it's just... 
It's a beautiful thing. Patty Piss, I know, I know you're not a Philly guy. I, I know not, you're not a Philly I'm guy. Sorry, I'm not, Danny. But you know what? You've been on this ride with us, and I, I gotta appreciate your dedication to uh, you know supporting the birds and and dropping some go birds out there in Massachusetts because you know. I know you're not going to like this, but fuck the Patriots. They're not going back to the Super Bowl. It's either going to be Patty Mahomes or it's going to be Joey Burrow, Joe Burr. Uh, so, you know, I'm glad that you're on our side this time. It's nice to be on your side, Danny. Uh, I, I'm really... E-A-G-L-E-S! Eagles! You heard that, you heard like that boys? There. It's going crazy down here. I don't Danny, know if... like? The chants are crazy. There's kids running around waving their shirts like, you know, it's a terrible towel out here. But, you know, this is Philadelphia, not Pittsburgh. Uh, so, you know, it's it's the birds' towels. It's a rally towel. Uh, you saw the royalty out there at the link today. You know, boys, we saw Bradley Cooper was there. Uh, Mike Trout was there. I saw a lot of Mike Trout clowning tweets on Twitter, you know, saying, oh, it's so nice to see Mike Trout in the playoffs finally. Uh, but, you know, hey. I mean, that's a good one, Danny. That's, that's a good one. He calls them as you see them. But, you know, there's a lot of royalty down there at, at the link, and uh, it was a good old time. I saw Joey Bosa getting clowned. By a bunch of bunch of birds fans, good on them. Joey oh, Bose is a loser. He fed into it. He fed into it. And uh, yeah, you should see Dr. Jill Biden was there too. You know, she was I yelling "Go birds!" sitting point. over there with, with old Raj. Uh, but man, it's crazy down here, boys. Thanks for letting me call in again. And, and uh, you know, we're going to the Super Bowl. We're going to the ball, boys. Go birds, Dan. Go birds. Wow. Shout out to Delco Danny, man. Delco Danny is slowly becoming one of my favorite characters and people that I've encountered in this new journey. It's what kind a of guy. Awesome. He's an electric factory, just continuing to move the needle. I don't know where he found my phone number to call into the show. Do uh, you have it on the Instagram? Like when people, it might be where he found it. I'll have to see if Delco Danny's, uh, you know, on Instagram or if he's just kind of a. Uh, might be one of those weird accounts because he sounds like yeah. he does not know how to really use technology. He said he saw some tweets, though. He might be on Twitter. He might be I don't following know. Me. We'll have to see. Shout out to Delco him. Danny, man. Uh, seems like he, he just loves calling in after the Birds games. I wonder if it's going to continue. You know, I mean, going into next week, we have a bye out. week. We'll see if Delco Danny calls in on the, on the week off. But, man, two weeks in a row, we're getting uh, the presence of Delco Danny on the pod. Incredible. You're a big fan. I am, dude. I love characters. I love characters. He's a big fan of yours, it seems, as well, Pitts. And you oh, know what? Wait. I'm a big Who fan of. Dude, who's not a fan of the champ? You know Double what? I'm a, big, I'm a big fan of the Pat Pitts power rankings. And it's oh, brought to you go. by our friends over at Trophy Smack. Guys, it's never too late to upgrade your fantasy smack talk. And, you know, you got Super Bowl squares and poles coming you can get a you can get a trophy for that you can get metal wall art you can even get loser trophies they've got the golden toilet seat they've got belts rings trophies you name it they've got it you guys can go to trophysmack.com slash underground and start upgrading your fantasy smack talk today for any sport out there baseball football basketball Hockey. I'm sure there's fantasy lacrosse people out there. There's fantasy survivor and bachelor bachelorette leagues out there. Get some hardware. Show it off to the people. Trophysmack.com slash underground. That's trophysmack.com slash underground. Upgrade your fantasy smack talk today. Pitts, I'm going to give you the floor. And oh, when you hear that music. My handy dandy notebook. It'll be time 
for the Pat Pitts heading into the Super Bowl power rankings brought to you by Trophy Smack. I got to turn up my speakers, which I do, and you should turn up your ears to listen to Pitts' power rankings heading into the uh, Super Bowl week. Number 10, the Royal Rumble was last night, and it was awesome. Okay, that's why I'm wearing two belts. Uh, champ of the wrestling team as well. And by God, shout out Cody Rhodes and Rhea Ripley for winning the event. And shout out Sami Zayn for sticking up for himself. Always stick up for yourself. Uh, number nine, the 49ers quarterback room. Okay, they have more injuries than I had fish in my truck yesterday driving through Boston. I mean, they just can't catch a break. And honestly, it's kind of a nice thing that their season ended so we can get the answers of who is the real QB1 in that locker room. And if they find out, please stand up. Uh, number eight, 49ers fans at local bars. My buddy, two-turn Cali Will, who has been on underground programming, texting me from San Francisco. He lives out there, so he's kind of adopted himself into that fandom like me in Philly. Um, they get on this list because right after the beatdown and all that shit was happening, the entire bar got to witness the Whopper, Whopper, Chicken, Whopper commercial as they were getting beat down, and he said it sucked the life out of the bar. That brought... That was just music to my ears. That was just, oh, I felt so great hearing that. Number seven, Nick Sirianni. Motherfucker's a badass coach, all right? And the reason why he's on this list, not because he won and all the other reasons you think, but this man wanted to go for two points to do a hard count on a two-point conversion. That is a football guy through and through, and that move, I was laughing, and my dad is just sitting there confused because even Belichick couldn't even think of something like that. Number six, Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee returned out of nowhere last night at the Royal Rumble, and fun fact, no one on commentary knew, so it was their genuine reaction. As to mine, when I flipped out on stream with Kyle, oh, it was incredible, and happy he's back on Friday Night SmackDown. All right, number five, Boston Scott. I'm going to start calling him the touchdown machine because this man just seems like anytime he steps on the field, he's scoring a touchdown. Uh, Giants, 49ers, Tigers, Bears. Oh, my. It doesn't what? matter. He's still going to find a way to get into that end zone. And number four, dude, I got to give a shout out to Delta Danny. I mean, he, I just love him so much. And he reminds me a lot of the characters that I surround myself with in the great city of Boston, but give it a Philly twist. And I mean, if I'm a character, everyone else is a character that I hang out with. Number three, as you can see right now, I'm wearing green to represent the Eagles, but I'm wearing an Expos Pedro Martinez jersey. That's right, Kyle. Before we hopped on the stream, I played my MLB franchise show, uh, franchise Red Sox, the idiots. And Pedro Martinez threw a 23 strikeout no hitter. Um, and I'm not kidding you. That hyped me up so much, including this. I just had so much energy going into this pod, and it was because of one of my heroes, uh, Pedro Martinez. Number two, Pat Mahomes. Uh, the fact that he's still fucking playing on a high ankle sprain or whatever it is, um, I don't think he's human. And, I mean, he's going to be like the Jeter of my era where I can hate him when he's on the field, but God damn it, you got to respect him. And it's like, well, why aren't you going to put Hurts at number one, Pitts? No Eagles player really is on your list. No, it's the whole goddamn team because they're going to the Super Bowl first time or second time in five years, first time under Sirianni, and everyone's like, oh, they had a Mickey Mouse run to the Super Bowl. All right, well, how's your team doing? All right, you can't come up with it. There was injuries. Shit happens. Get over it. 
all right? Just because it's easy doesn't make it dip. I don't know. So you could say any cliche you want. The Eagles go in the Super Bowl, and I have never been just happier to be part of a Philly program ever. Go Birds! What a performance by Patty Pitts. Champ. What a, what what a promo cut right there. Uh, so to recap there, from 1 to 10, it's the Eagles at number 1. Pat Mahomes, MLB The Show, Pedro Martinez, Delco Danny at number 4. Boston Scott at number 5. Pat McAfee makes the list at number 6. Nick Sirianni, because he's a dog, um. at number 7. 49ers fans at local bars, number eight. Uh, except if they went to Xfinity Live on a Saturday. Fucking clowns. Uh, 49ers QB room at number nine. And then the Royal Rumble at number 10. That's the Pat Pitts Power Rankings. Brought to you by Trophy Smack going in to Super Bowl week. Now, Pitts, we're going to have a whole preview, obviously, on Wednesday's show, depending on the outcome here. But there is 456 remaining in the AFC Championship game in regulation, it's 20-20 to 20 between the Chiefs and the Bengals. I don't know who I want the Eagles to play, to be genuinely honest with you. Uh, both teams are, are wildly talented. Um, I like that these two teams are kind of beating each other up right now. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. let's be honest. Like, Gardner Minshew got to come in towards the end of the game for the Eagles and just hand the ball off. That was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, really rest. So, I mean, like... I don't know who I want the Eagles to match up against. I think no matter what, it's going to be a phenomenal Super Bowl and has the ability. I think it has the ability to be as close to fantastic Super Bowl as we had since five years ago when I think Super Bowl 52, no matter what side of the ball you were on in that, whether you were Eagles, Patriots, or neutral, you can definitively say that is one of the greatest Super Bowls of all time. Oh, for sure. Oh, no, yeah. That I will agree with that. It was such a hell of a game. It's just the only thing that makes me sad is the outcome. And that's all you want out of a Super Bowl is the two best teams coming together to put on the best game of the year. That's what the Super Bowl should be. And honestly, I mean, the Eagles and either of these two teams could really put on a hell of a performance. Yeah. And, I mean, there's so many fun storylines. I mean, last two coaches that Jeffrey Lurie's hired in their second years have gone to the Super Bowl. Doug Peterson and Nick Sirianni. Um, you know, if the Chiefs win, they'll go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the greatest coach in franchise history to never win a Super Bowl, Andy Reid. Um, and when I say that, I mean never win a Super Bowl as the Eagles head coach, obviously. Yes. Um, and then, you know, you have uh, – the Cincinnati Bengals, where it's you know the the thirst trap Super Bowl of well, you didn't even the two hottest quarterbacks in the league, arguably. You didn't say the other storyline, the local kid Isaiah. Pacheco. Well, yes, obviously Isaiah Pacheco is. We got a Vineland, New Jersey reference during the AFC Championship game as well, so that's amazing. Uh, shout out to Pop. Um, and then from the Bengals side of things, it's it's the two hottest quarterbacks in the NFL, Jalen Hurts versus Joe Burr. Yeah. Yeah, then it just oh the Chiefs you could add the Kelsey brothers going out as yes you have the Kelsey brothers with the Chiefs as well, um, it's just it, it's gonna be a crazy fucking Super Bowl I think no matter what and I mean you look the the last the, these two teams have played each other the last two AFC Championship games 
They're the last two AFC teams to make it to the Super Bowl. They've both lost. So, I mean, like, they know what it takes to get to the Super Bowl, where the Eagles only have, you know, a handful of guys who have been to the Super Bowl and only a, a handful of that handful have played in a Super Bowl. So, like, there's going to be an experience factor on either one of these teams. So we're the Eagles are going to be counted out. They're going to be disrespected for the next two weeks. I I just I'm ready and prepared for it because I feel like that's kind of the status quo for the Eagles when they go to the Super Bowl is they are the underdog. They are the team that gets disrespected, puts on the back burner, and I think that just fuels the fires of Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts. When they're the underdogs, they play the best. That is what I've learned. And the, the mistake was to have them as underdogs today. I, I just I think it was ridiculous. Being two and a half point favorites at home in the NFC Championship game when Brock Purdy is the starting quarterback for the opposing team. No offense to Brock Purdy. Had a phenomenal little storybook run. But the Eagles decimated That's the New York Giants. The 49ers barely escaped a bad Dallas Cowboys team. Yeah, and everyone's saying Mickey Mouse. Like, the Giants had a, I would say, as good of a year as most AFC teams. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like, can we can we all just take a moment to laugh at Micah Parsons giving credit to the Eagles while live-tweeting the game? Oh, that's... Dude... <laughs> Giving the Eagles props and and tweeting about it. oh it, it's it's no longer the system Micah yeah it's no longer the system oh it's unbelievable it's because so... Jalen Hurts is the fucking system I am youngest quarterback in Eagles history to take I them am. to the Super Bowl I am the table ugh it's incredible. it's crazy that Jalen's the youngest quarterback in franchise history to take the birds that Super is Bowl, wild though. dude I mean granted we've only been to four you know it was Ron Jaworski in nineteen eighty. It was Donovan in 2004, mm -hmm. and then it was technically Nick Foles in uh, 2017. And Foles was... That was Nick Foles. I don't even know how old Nick was in 2017, honestly. Uh, 29 or 30, so Jalen's 24, taking the Eagles to the Super Bowl. Incredible. Like, look at where Jalen Hurts has come since being drafted with it like we were live on draft night and talking and tech and i it was 2020 so it's like you know peak of of lockdown oh yeah jalen hurts gets lockdown. drafted in the second round and everyone's like what the fuck are the eagles doing we just oh, extended this. wentz yeah. this is crazy why are we using a second round pick on a quarterback this was the plan the whole time it's the plan the whole time incredible and jalen hurts after being disrespected at Alabama, getting benched by Brian Dable for Tua, transferring to Oklahoma, getting drafted in the second round of the 2020 NFL Draft, now to starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles, leading them to a Super Bowl in the third it's, year of his NFL career. It's absolutely insane that the the two quarterbacks that come in to replace or you know back up Carson Wentz get to the Super Bowl in this Eagle system that they have and usually it's like oh well yeah it's a system if this guy but no I mean he was a legit problem that just shows how good this Eagle team really is and the weapons they have I mean that trade for AJ Brown might go down is probably the best trade 
of the season. And you Look know where that well pick Torkel. came from? Was it the... That was the, the draft pick that conveyed as a first-round pick from the Indianapolis Colts in exchange for Carson Wentz. You're simply the best. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. That's fucking awesome. And I, mean, I love sports. And I you look care. at the quarterbacks that were drafted in 2020 early on. Joe Burrow has been to a Super Bowl, done the thing. Obviously, they didn't get the win, but been to a Super Bowl. He did it. He got there. Tua had a phenomenal year this year and finally started to see strides outside of when he was injured. But when he was playing, like we saw the the finally the unlocking mm-hmm. capabilities of Tua Tugavailo mm-hmm. with weapons. Justin Herbert, fantastic quarterback. I think he's held back by his coach, but Justin Herbert drafted there. Oh, absolutely held back by his coach. Absolutely. And then in the second round, at pick number 53 out of Oklahoma, Jalen Hurts, the second quarterback from this draft class to be going to a Super Bowl. Was he the last quarterback drafted in that class? Uh, the last quarterback drafted was... I'm going to sift Miller? through here. So Jacob Eason was drafted in the fourth round. Jacob Eason, Tony Eason's kid. Former Patriot quarterback. Jake Fromm was drafted in the fifth round. Jake Fromm, baby. Jake Lutton was drafted in the sixth round. And... Ben DiNucci. Ben DiNucci! Now, XF, now XFL starter Ben DiNucci was drafted DiNucci. in the seventh round. Tommy Stevens was drafted in the seventh round. Nate Stanley in the seventh round. Um, and then Tyler Huntley was an undrafted free agent. Oh, yeah, who the uh, Ravens have The been. Ravens. Jalen Hurts was the last good quarterback drafted. All right, let's And let's arguably... Arguably, did arguably, Jalen Hurts is the second best quarterback and has the ability to be the best quarterback from that draft class. And it's him and Joe Burrow right now. That's yeah. crazy. Joe Burrow was the number one overall pick. Jalen Hurts picked 53 in the second round and had to sit behind Carson Wentz for four-fifths of a season his rookie year. Yeah. Like it's it's absolutely two totally different trajectories, but those are like the two guys right now that are doing it. Like Jalen Hurts is a quarterback who makes everyone around him better. Joe Burrow, quarterback around him, you know, he makes everybody around him better. Mm-hmm. You can make that argument about Tua and Justin Herbert. We just haven't seen it on the big stage from either of them yet. Mm-hmm. But like, it's crazy to think that the Eagles stole Jalen Hurts in the second round. It is wild that they actually did that. And everyone was saying, hey, was that the draft that they could have had Justin Jefferson? That's crazy. So picture that- here's what I have to say. If the Eagles get Justin Jefferson, probably don't have A.J. Brown. Yeah, but then you have Justin Jefferson and Devonta Smith. But you could make the argument Justin Jefferson isn't targeted the way that he is in Minnesota is angry and 
that right. way? Oh, and okay. I think A.J. Brown being in Philadelphia is better suited for A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts than Justin Jefferson because those two guys are best friends. They are. It's and, just crazy to me how it, when we're, you know, one day when we do the sports what ifs and have those types of discussions on here, then you're going to be like, well, what if they drafted Jalen Hurts and Justin Jefferson that draft? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just, and that just shows how insane over the past few years this Eagles organization has been. And not just in the, you know, wins and stats column, but the building and, you know, really solidifying yourself as, you know, a high caliber organization. It's absolutely insane the work they've done. Yeah. I mean, you look at, you know, you want to do the comparison here. Joe Burrow and Jalen Hurts, both of those organizations went and got their quarterbacks, their best friend to be their wide receivers. Uh, yeah. With Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow, obviously best friends from college, and now playing together at an elite level in the NFL. And then Jalen Hurts gets Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown, two of his best friends from college and childhood, to be his two ace weapons. It's insane. It's, it's almost like it's almost like if you get guys, people that they're friends with, they play better. I mean, that's look at two with Jalen Waddle and, Waddle and Tyree Kill. Like actually, it's unreal. The birds are going to the Super Bowl. We're gonna have a massive breakdown preview episode over the next couple of weeks. You know, the next three episodes, I should say. We'll also have our anniversary episode sprinkled in there because that'll be the episode leading into the fucking super bowl guys that's anniversary episode is the last episode before super bowl sunday let's ride but we do have another team to talk about uh and it is the philadelphia 76ers and it's brought to you by our friends over at kenwood beer guys since the big kennys have infiltrated the wells fargo center the sixers are 11 and 2 at home Math is math in everybody. Hashtag Uh, Kenny Magic. You guys can get big Kennys at the Wells Fargo Center. You can use the all-new and improved Kenny tracker to see who's got Kenwood beer on tap in the Philadelphia area. You can get it at your local Philadelphia liquor stores. uh, And hopefully, we're hoping very, very soon that we're going to have Kenny's in New Jersey, which will be massive for the brand. They are inching closer and closer and closer to the great state of new jersey we're right on the cusp there it's it's almost there we can almost see it right near camden uh we're getting closer and closer but you guys can do all of that check out who's got kenny's on tap in the philadelphia area you gotta be 21 or older to do so and of course guys as always please drink responsibly pits the philadelphia 76ers i know you're not a massive sixers guy this is where I can't. Yeah, this is where it's Celtics. Like, but yeah, I can't. But Joel Embiid gets fined for well, that DX right chop, territory, a little twenty-five grand. Uh, Triple H says, "Hey, if you if you pay more up front, can you cover the rest of the season?" And I'll chip in. Um, <laughs> just phenomenal stuff. Uh, the Sixers are on an absolute tear right now, and. Saturday afternoon, a little matinee basketball at the Wells Fargo Center. They were they found themselves down 94 to 88 
to the uh, Denver Nuggets and wind up outscoring them in the final 13 minutes and 26 seconds, 42 to 20, Yo, and win 126 shot. to 119. Joel Embiid with a step back dagger three over the Joker was absolutely insane, dude. Incredible. James Harden jumps on his back, gives him a Whee! piggyback ride. Uh, Cassidy Hubbard asked Joel after the game, you know, he's Joel, not an all star starter. Absolutely crazy, and what? you can even you can even admit that as a Celtics fan, oh, that that's no, crazy. I, I, no, that's a yeah, dude, that's fucking. Joel said, you know, Kyrie, goddamn Irving. Joel said, I keep getting disrespected, but it's fine. I deal with it. Uh, you know, I just want to stay healthy and go. You know, I'm poised for a big postseason run. That's what you want to hear from your franchise, big man. Um, Joel just he he uses that disrespect and that fuel. He was at the Eagles game today as well. The whole Sixers squad was there. I'm gonna send you this picture uh, because the Sixers were there. It was Michael Rubin, James Harden, and oh like wow, the entire Sixers crew uh, was there with little baby. <laughs> this picture's unreal. I'm texting it to you as we speak. Um, but the whole Sixers squad was there, and you know they weren't going to lose in front of the Sixers. Come on now. Um, but they they beat the Nuggets one twenty six one nineteen, and you're probably saying, "Hey, KP, like you know the Nuggets are in the Western Conference." All this, what a photo, right? The fucking Kevin Hart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that man just weasels his way. He's from into Philly. Everything. He's from Philly. Oh, yeah, exactly. He wheels his way into Philly. The size difference between Kevin Hart and Joel Embiid is crazy. Dude, it's like Ben and I standing next to each other. Um, Who's that on the far left? On the far left is Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> yeah, D-Jack was back. Dude, that's a legendary photo. Looks that's like an a- album cover. It re- legitimately could be an album cover. And you see who's next to James Harden on the um, left? Meek Mill, casual. Of course he is. You have the Sixers in the corner, right corner. Tobias um, Joel, James Harden, Kevin Hart, Meek Mill, Michael Rubin, PJ Tucker, Tyrese Maxey, Deshaun Jackson, Lil Baby. Just an all-time photo. Who's the other, who are the two white guys? Uh, so the one Michael in the middle Rubin is one. Michael Rubin. Um, who's the other one? I don't know who the guy with the long hair is. Yeah, who's just like sneaking, look like he popped up out of nowhere. What a photo. What a photo. What a photo, honestly. Um you're probably asking though, like KB, like it's the West, you know, in the East, but like the slander that Joel Embiid gets online from NBA writers, NBA podcasters, Bill Simmons, all these people about his play and how Jokic is better and has this better VORP and X-Raptor, and all of these stats that are just made up, you know, Google spreadsheet stats. This was big. Like, to kind of just silence the fucking loser patrol out there who truly don't understand basketball and need numbers to explain the sport of basketball to them. The way ESPN disrespected Joel Embiid from this game, though, is beyond 
lunacy. Did you see this, by the way? I did not. So ESPN posted two videos from this game, a game that was nationally televised on ABC. Two videos. One video was Shake Milton and George Niang getting into like a mini screaming match with each other, which was totally fine. Uh, and then the other video was James Harden. Well, you will you will love this. And James Harden's James Harden's winning his way into your heart. He totally uh, is, honestly. James Harden was sitting on a chair and <laughs> tried to make a defensive play and steal, uh, <laughs> coming in from out of bounds. And the Sixers got teed up for only having four guys on the court. <laughs> he was sitting on like the bench and just came in and like tried to poke the ball away, but he wasn't on the court. <laughs> That's incredible. But those are the only two videos ESPN posted on their official Instagram. The entire game on a nationally televised yeah, ABC game. And then this is the creme de la creme. So in this game, Joel Embiid finished with a game-high 47 points. Absurd. This, yeah. Which has just become like the norm for him this year. Jokic finished with 24. Do you want to know what the title of the YouTube highlight reel was for this game? Uh, something to do with Jokic. Not... Embiid and Jokic combined for 71 points. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's just yeah, that's tough. That's really tough. My my brothers and sisters in Christ. Joel Embiid finished with 47 points and 18 rebounds. Jokic finished with 24 points and 8 rebounds. We had a goddamn double up from Joel Embiid on this man. He fucking doubled his points. I'm not going to lie. That's kind of fucked. Plus Joel hit a step back dagger 3 in his face. And that's all you're going to post? Ridiculous. Unbelievable. Ridiculous. As uh, we have three seconds left here in the AFC Championship game. And it looks like our Super Bowl matchup is going to be the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Kyle, want to hear something? Let's hear it. And I can say this now because whatever happens in the Super Bowl, your boy wins money. So, <laughs> as you know, Kyle, I put in a bet, a futures bet, that the Eagles would win the Super Bowl on, on May 13th or 15th. Made of potato doesn't matter. Uh, but I put that in and because after a conversation you and I had, I went, I'm fucking in. I, I see the process. And now the Chiefs, I, I will keep this story short because uh, we have run long. Um, but my friend Tina, her drunken Polish dad came up next to me at a party and asked if I was big into betting. Uh, obviously, yes, I am because I do that for a living. And uh, he gave me a hundred dollar bill and said, bet the Chiefs Super Bowl, like thick, thick Polish accent. And um, I, I, I did it for him. Um, and you know that he's a nice guy, and at least I'm going to get some of that uh, winnings because I was the middleman. You always got to pay the middleman. Um, so regardless, I'm going to go home with some money. Well, you know what I have to say to Tina's dad? Go Birds. Go Birds. Uh, but to wrap up here with the Sixers, it's a big win. They continue to just like be on this tear. They're 32-16. and 16. Uh, which I believe they are still in second place. Yeah, they're two and a half games behind your Celtics. 
uh, for first place in the East, which is just crazy. Uh, and we talked about this, I want to say, two or three weeks ago now, uh, when we mentioned that Doc Rivers was going to be deploying three different lineups. Since then, it seems like Doc Rivers has remembered how to coach. And the Sixers have looked like a much more competent NFL team, NFL team, NBA team, um, and have just played smart, you know, clutch basketball since they haven't been, you know, running the same tired shit out there over and over and over again. And they're 32 and 16 with the second best record in the East and third best record in the NBA. Only behind the Nuggets, who are 34 and 16. And that's just because they've played more games than the Sixers. And then the Celtics are 36 and 15. Sixers have the third best record in the NBA right now. They've won seven straight, nine out of their last 10. They're 19 and 7 at home. I'm going to be taking in Sixers Cavs in a couple weeks at the Wells Fargo Center. Um, this team has just been unbelievable. So yeah, good on the awesome. good on the Sixers. Keep chugging along. Matt and I are going to be talking more about the Sixers as well on Wednesday show. Uh, and also shout out to the Phils for signing Josh Harrison because uh, the Eagles, shout out Jack Fritz for this stat. The Eagles scored 17 straight and outscored the Niners 17-0 uh, as soon as they signed Josh Harrison. So, Jay, hey, how you doing? Welcome back to the Phils. Uh, but that's all we got for you guys. The Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. They're playing the Chiefs. We're going to break it all down on Wednesday show. We're going to be talking all about it for the next week and a half right here on Underground Sports Philadelphia. It's going to be electric. We can't wait. It's Jalen Hurts. It's Patrick Mahomes. The Birds, Isaiah Pacheco. We've got storylines on storylines. The Kelsey brothers going toe-to-toe. Let's go. Eagles Chiefs, Super Bowl 57 in Arizona. Make sure you guys are following us on the socials at Underground PHI, Twitter and Instagram. We're doing a giveaway on our Twitter right now. We're giving away Duani art. Who doesn't want a Jalen Hurts print from Duani? It's easy. Retweet our pin tweet. Follow us. Follow Duani. And if you want an extra entry, subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's all in our pin tweet. Go check that out at Underground PHI. Follow Pitsy on Twitter at Pat underscore Pitts. And at Pitsy35 on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311 on Twitter. And KBIZZLE11 on Instagram. Pretty fucking crazy back-to-back years. We've got somebody from Vineland, New Jersey going to the Super Bowl. Uh, shout out, Jamil. Something shout in out the Isaiah. water, baby. Something in that water. Something in the water down here. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, um, you see water, I say water. You know what I'm saying? Uh, make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast feed. Let's get Underground Sports back on the charts. It's been a while since we've been on the top 200. I'll never forget when we passed the Adam Schefter podcast back in 2019 when Bryce Harper signed here. Let's do it again. Subscribe to our podcast feed, Apple, Spotify. Just search Underground Sports Philadelphia. Leave a five-star review. Subscribe and unsubscribe and resubscribe. Play with the the... Uh, analytics, the the system there, the the what is it called? Pits, the the algorithm. Yeah, Play the, the algorithm, algorithm. Uh, and get us on the charts. We yeah. are going to bring you the best goddamn birds coverage going into the Super Bowl that you'll ever find on the internet. Subscribe, 
subscribe, subscribe to the podcast feed, subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at underground sports, Philadelphia. That's where you get full video episodes of every podcast on our network. That's where you're going to get unbelievable Eagles coverage, shorts, original content. You get live streams on our YouTube channel. We are currently right now at the ending of this taping. 368 still go subscribe, run it up. Let's hit 400 by the end of the month. Let's, Let's make it. it happen. Let's do it. Come on, people. Fucking do subscribe, it. subscribe, subscribe. YouTube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. Be a friend, tell a friend. Smash that like button. Ring the bell icon. Comment a go, birds, in the comment okay. section uh, to let us know how hype you are for the Super Bowl. Big thank you to our sponsors who make this show happen. Main Auto LLC, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. And make sure you guys get your merch at PHI Apparel Company, our exclusive and official merch providers. Go get your merch. Eagles gear available on their website. It'll be there in time for the Super Bowl. Go get it. Get Underground Sports Philadelphia merch as well. Tag us when you get your merch. Tag PHI Apparel Company. And use code UNDERGROUND at phiapparel.co for 10% off. Any and all merch, it's the most effective and direct way to support us and what we're doing here. You want to see us take our content to the next level? Get your merch. It's the number one way to do it. Uh, so go get that stuff. This has been episode number 503. A victory Monday. Headed to the Super Bowl edition of underground sports philadelphia yeah my main man patty pitts i'm kb we'll see you live wednesday night 7 p.m eastern time on our twitch channel but until then go birds and we are signing off peace <laughs>